We've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We're positively booming to the seams with topics. We've got topics coming out of... Topics coming out of this mouth. Uh, this mouth. This mouthful orifice. Uh, this uh, mouth... Oh, this mouthful outlet. It's actually a few outlets grouped together. It's got a... It contains an ear outlet. Uh, it also contains a, a, a speech, a sound outlet. Although, it doesn't really... There isn't a separate hole for the sound to come out through within my mouth is this there's an air outlet and there's a food outlet which is mostly an inlet it's not really supposed to be a, a food outlet at all it's an emergency food outlet uh, the main food outlet is further down on the on the human person uh well you probably know all this because you've got a human body yourself too i'm not it's not like i'm the first person ever to own one of these everybody has one it is it would be different if i was telling you all about the new oh the new uh type Yoho Corolla with built-in uh built-in Wi-Fi uh C star ah self-service steering, whatever you call it. Uh, no, self-driving car. If it was one of them, it would be different if I was if I was telling you all about it. But no, uh, you've got one of these bodies yourself, so you don't need me to explain to you where everything is on us, where the indicators are and all the rest of it. Uh, suffice to say though, uh, once you know the basics that the the air the air inlet is one in your mouth and one in the middle of your face and the food outlet the main one is further down but there's an emergency one in your mouth where you have to make sure to open your mouth when using that uh that's about all you need to know the rest of it you learn as you go along mostly during the first 10 or 15 years of your life uh you don't need to you don't need to leave. it's not like a car where you have to have a test before you get into it no no you've got time you're given time to learn these things it's a lot far more civilized way of doing it if you don't mind me saying so uh, the way we run the human race is a lot more civilised than the way they run cars or is it? I don't know I suppose there are safety issues involved if you if you were to put someone in a car and say oh just learn this as you go along there'd be safety issues there uh, but there'd also be issues of increased happiness and low stress because people would say oh I can just learn this as I go along isn't it great no stress uh, no don't have a big car test coming along not until it's 18 years old anyway my school leaving exam apart from that no anyway hello and welcome to the into your head temporarily daily summer show for wednesday number 768 uh will we tag anything else onto the title do you want to hey me of the past do you want to tag any extra words onto the fucking uh file naming system now you have a hope to show 768 wednesday's temporarily daily summer show christ with a fucking hell uh, ocd cunt just call it ah just call it today's episode or something Jesus Christ. Anyway, hello and welcome to the show. You're listening to the Into Your Head podcast from Ireland with your humble proprietor. Now, uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, well, you're probably thinking the same thing as I am. Uh, Today's podcast, uh, it's only three and a quarter minutes old so far, but it's got off to a much better start than yesterday's one, which was very, uh, very, very, very much substandard. Yesterday's podcast was substandard. Uh, Strangely enough, I just finished making it a few minutes ago. That's probably why it's fresh in my memory, and I was worried about today's one. But though we've got on to... uh, uh, for a good start. Uh, things are looking up, I can tell you. They're looking up. It's not a, it's not an OEM song. Look. <laughs> 
no, it's not. It's not. It's uh, looking and confusing you with I eat the lotus. Uh, haven't you noticed? <laughs> I ate the... Oh, that's why I thought it was up, because it's on an album called Up. There you go. I haven't completely lost it. I haven't gone nuts completely. There was a reason for that song popping into my mind, and it's because it's on an album called Up. Uh, it's a... Oh, I remember it well, because I listened to a bit of it on the internet. I've been listening to music on the internet. I signed up for Spotify. You go in and you say, Hello, I want to listen to every music in the world. And they say, Certainly, you can have every music in the world uh, except the Beatles and I'll say oh thank you very much I'll listen to every music in the world uh, but on some Beatles please and then I search for some Beatles and there's a fucking Beatles cover band for no real Beatles and I say no you can't have the Beatles they're a special case uh, nobody has the Beatles iTunes didn't even have the Beatles till a few years ago they say oh that stuff's very rare you can't be just uh, throwing the Beatles in anywhere it's like gold it's very valuable it has to be treated with kids' gloves. Uh, it's like a oh, so you have to just you have to go up to the record company and say hello. Uh, nobody's heard your Beatles music before. I know you're being very protective of it because you want to release it a bit at a time so people can hear it. But can we please put your greatest hits up on our thing? And they'll say no. We don't want to be just throwing around Beatles songs all willy nilly for people to just hear it on demand whenever they want because that will be spoiled them. And they'll say oh. Uh, Apple Records, with these Ferrari Rocher, you are really spoiling us. Does that mean anything to you foreigners? It probably doesn't. There was an ad for a... There used to be a television advertisement for a... Oh, for a, uh, a confectionery product called Ferrero Rocher. And there'd be some fella, some ambassador hosting a dinner event and he'd have the butler passing around Ferrero Rochers, uh, whatever you call them, Ferrero, Ferrero Rocher, something like that. And one of the guests would say, oh, ambassador, with these Ferrero Rocher, you are really spoiling us. And then the butler would come along and punch her in the face and say, my lord, do you want me to throw her? out and the ambassador would say no I'm a fucking ambassador we're supposed to be doing diplomacy here uh, I realise she's an annoying cunt but this is a fucking embassy we're supposed to do diplomacy here it's the one thing we're asked to do I've uh, I've chosen a career in diplomacy and you think I want to just punch one of my guests in the face because they're sarcastic about the about the freaking snacks that are paid for by the taxpayer for fuck's sake for fuck's sake and then the butler says, oh, it's okay. Uh, we're just fictional. This is a fictional version of a, of a real commercial. And the real commercial, this doesn't happen. Uh, in the real commercial, it's still all fictional as well. So we're like, we're like in that movie. We're down two or three layers of fiction. Uh, just like in that movie about the dreams. You know the one with the dreams. Uh, Inception. There's a movie called Inception. Uh, oh, it's this fella. Some fella having a dream. And then he has a dream about having a dream and then he has a dream about having a dream about having a dream and then he has a dream about having a dream about having a dream and he goes down several levels oh it's just like I've had dreams like that as a matter of fact I've had dreams where uh, well it was up, up levels rather than down levels but I used to have a recurring dream about an old home of mine you'd go up into the attic which was converted into bedrooms and then you'd go up another stairs and there'd be another attic you'd go up ten layers up there was attics and uh, every 
time you convert the attic, there's a new attic appears above it. It should be, in theory, it should be smaller because there is a sloped roof bungalow, so each attic should be progressively smaller. But I don't think that was the case in the dream. That dream was very unrealistic. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. Dreams aren't supposed to be realistic. A real life is supposed to be realistic. If you ever wake up one day and you start noticing that real life isn't as realistic as it should be, then you have a problem. Uh, don't worry about dreams. Uh, dreams don't need to... Your dreams are not documentaries. They don't need to be realistic. They may be based loosely on real life, but no, they're not. They're not uh, ah, you get the general idea. Anyway. Two cats walk into a multi-level dream. One of the cats goes straight up to the multi-level dreams fictional bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of uh, whatever will give me nice dreams? And the man behind the bar says, Certainly, sir. A uh, pint of milk it is. And the cat says, Is it? Is it indeed? Ow, ow. And the cat says, What's that? And the, for the other cat says, Oh, I think the... I think the host of this podcast just accidentally rolled his uh, swivel chair uh, wheel over his foot, which doesn't have a shoe on it for some reason. And the cat says, oh, that's, that would explain it, I suppose. But that's uh, a further up level in the dream. Uh, we're, we've descended further now, so we should be beyond that. Although, would you explain why we were able to hear him going, ow, because we're a dream within that dream. So a uh, further level up. That's interesting now. Someone rolls over his foot in a in a level one level up from this and we can hear it and the other cat says it is indeed it is indeed and i can tell this is a dream because uh, both of us cats are talking usually in these stories the two cats go into the bar but one of them disappears off forever and the other cat says oh that's interesting now that's a new development isn't it and the other cat says it is indeed it is indeed rather a refreshing one it's quite novel to be talking to uh in the real world if this was the real world we'd both be talking to each other all the time otherwise why would we go into a bar together but knowing these things usually uh, one of us goes straight up to the bar counter and the other one just disappears it's fucking weird if you ask me and the other cat says I'm a bit bored of you now would you mind disappearing and the other cat cries and the other cat punches him in the face and the other cat says uh, what did you do that for and the other cat says uh, to cause you pain to the work and the other cat says, yes, it did, it, co- it worked, it caused me pain, are you happy now? And the other cat says, I wouldn't say happy, but I'm content, I'm content. Uh, my natural instinct have ki- has kicked in and I've sa- satiated it, so I think I'm content. And the other cat says, you're very self-aware for a cat, aren't you? And the cat says, am I? I hadn't noticed, I hadn't noticed. Uh, and then he goes up to the bar counter and says, uh, is that pint of milk ready yet? And the barman says, it is indeed, would you like it? And the cat says, no, thank you. And the barman says, well, you have to pay for it anyway. And the cat says, how in the name of Christ am I going to pay for something? I'm a cat three or four layers down into a fictional multi-level dream. Uh, ordering a pint of milk in fact I didn't and now that you mentioned it I didn't specifically order the pint of milk I ordered whatever will help me sleep and I disagree that this will will help me sleep especially if I don't drink it and the barman says you have a pint there a pint of my finest cat milk and the cat says what do you mean it's cat milk and the barman says well it's not milk from a cat but it's that milk that they make that cow milk that's specially formulated to be suitable for cats they make it uh, no, they take out the lactose 
cows or something because cats are lactose intolerant and the cat says I've got nothing against lactose as long as they're lactose in the privacy of their own home and don't hurt anyone and the other the man behind the bar says oh that's very witty well done well done and the cat says thank you very much indeed and the barman says you're welcome I suppose remember we value the opinions of you the humble and ignorant listener. Email studio at intoyourhead.com. Well, uh, I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking he's 12 minutes in. Uh, he should cut his wins there and not, not chance doing another segment in case it goes downhill because then he'll end on a low and then you'll think, Christ, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. And then he'll lose all confidence. He'll have a confidence. He'll have a crisis of confidence. And when he goes to start recording the next episode, which he'll probably do tomorrow or the day after, you'll think, Christ, the last two episodes were crap. Uh, which isn't the case because so far this episode is being above standard uh, in my humble opinion Uh, but no you're thinking I should just leave it now and cut this one off now well I'm not going to that's a defeatist attitude uh, or whatever the opposite of a defeatist attitude is I suppose it's more of a a triumphantalist's attitude it's an overly cocky attitude as well Uh, no no Uh, let's just push through and get another couple of minutes out of this and just hope that it doesn't go to the dogs it doesn't go to the dog not there's anything wrong with going to the dogs uh they say they say that they say oh that thing over there is going to the dogs meaning it's gone downhill and as if you're supposed to think oh it's going downhill that means it's bad no going downhill is a good thing means you're means you're saving energy and in fact you may well be creating kinetic energy can you create yeah kinetic energy i don't know but you can do something with it i don't know you can probably power if you're going downhill on a bicycle and you're freewheeling and you've got a dynamo thing on the wheel then you can create energy or convert energy and use it to light up the light or uh, plug a charger into it so you're certainly getting electricity from somewhere i just don't know the physics of whether or not you're creating it from scratch but you're certainly doing something positive with it i can tell you uh so let's uh let's carry uh what's that song uh Something, 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 carry on regardless. Got enough money for one more beer, I'll carry on regardless. It's either the beautiful South or their predecessors, I can't remember which. Uh, they're both gone now anyway. They're both, this, they're both bro- broken up. That's what bands do. They get After a, a decade or two, they break up. They say, that's enough now. We're done here. We're done here. Uh, after all these years of making albums and touring, we're finished now. We're going to just basically get ready to die. That's what they do. R.E.M. did it recently. They said, we're done now. We're going to break up. They're just going to get break up and sit around waiting for death, or else do some solo work as well. I don't know. Uh, that's what they, it's a rather depressing world I find the music industry. Yeah, when they do that, they say, "Oh, we're done now. We're forty-eight. It's time to it's time to stop uh, doing anything. We'll just give up the ghost and go and uh, go and retire, or go and uh, I don't know, have a nervous breakdown, or uh, spend our millions, or uh, go and uh, go and." 
going to go into politics or write a book. Uh, your man now, a queen, he just he went and wrote a book about uh, fucking the space or something. Just because he just because he has a doctorate in spaceology, he decided he can write a book about space, and he also campaigns for badgers in England. Brian May, out a queen, uh, one of the finest guitarists known to man. Uh, he's obsessed with badgers now. Don't follow him on Twitter, wherever you do, where it'll depress the fuck out of you. He goes on and says, oh, the, the British government are trying to co- have a call on badgers because they spread uh, bovine TV or something. And he says, oh, Christ, leave our badgers alone. Uh, now, I can understand the affection for badgers that he might have had because when I was a child, uh, BBC Children's Television had a had a programme called Bodger and Badger. And it was a very entertaining thing. Uh, very, basically, a children's sitcom starring a, a talking badger. Uh, Bodger and Badger. Uh, no, uh, that wasn't real. Uh, Brian May, Bodger and Badger wasn't real. Real badgers are a very different kettle of fish and you should educate yourself about something other than uh, astronomy before going on about them. Uh, so put that in your pipe and smoke it uh, or whatever you do. He did, have a, he did have a song in the 70s about a pipe. He said uh, something, 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 some, something about sitting on his father's knee uh, as he puffed the pout as baby something 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 my father said to me it's from the queen uh, the game album uh, brian may does the uh, does the vocals on it as he puffed his there you go as he puffed his pipe and baby b he dangled on his knee something like that uh keep good company that's what it's called basically about his father giving the advice well uh while hypocritically smoking a pipe which probably ended up killing him a load of bollocks a uh, load of bollocks if you ask me Brian May no offence no offence still still, uh, still a fan of your music but not of your uh, badger obsession uh, go, and, go and be obsessed with badgers somewhere else we don't want your badger obsessiveness over here uh, anyway good morning sit Frosty sit good cat.